This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Welcome back to Gyomi Talks. This is Gyomi again. How's everybody doing? I am doing fantastic. And I have the wave maker Kyle Boone on the show. And you know what? It was a great, great interview. I love talking to the guy. We talk about uh, wrestling, speech impediments. We talk about a little bit of everything. And it was a great chat. I really loved uh, talking to uh, Kyle because you know what? It was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And you know what? I'm definitely going to be trying to get get the guy back on the uh, show again. And here's the thing, guys. He he was a fun guest. I I really I really got to say I love talk talking to him. Go follow follow him on uh, social media and and whatnot. And if you you DM him, maybe wait like a week or two days for him to get back. <laughs> but we we know what couple things from me go check out bats in the belfry art.com she is currently taking commissions and i know she's getting booked up faster and faster if you want that special gift for a loved one a friend anybody go check it out because it is her artwork is phenomenal and you can actually find it on the gilmy talks launcher launch you can find it on my merch store on launch cart and that will be in the description. It's just a click away. Go, go, go! Check it out. You want to pick uh, jumping up? That would help me. Help, help, help the show. All money from there is just going back right into the show. I've actually, I'm gonna start doing uh, video, video stuff. I picked up a, a ring light, picked up a little tripod, picked up a new, a new 10, 1080p web cam. I am upgrading all my, all, all my stuff, guys. Because you know what? I want to start start doing doing videos of, of of this and start using that YouTube channel that that I have had forever and put nothing on except for the audio versions of the of the show that do drop. And I am going to put the rest of the audio versions up at some point, but I need time, guys. That's it. Oh, and if anybody wants to send me one of those four USB slot thingies, I would love that because that's the only thing I well, I need. And also, I don't expect it from and anybody, guys. So. First thing, talk, talking to Kyle was so much fun, and I really, really, really enjoyed talking to him because I have actually known him for a long time, and this is the first time we've actually sat down and uh, talked, and it was, it, it, it was great. To all my my fellow podcasters listening and whatnot, get get this guy guy on your show because he's awesome. Our friends over at Powerful TV are giving listeners to this podcast an incredible 50% off your first month when you sign up to Powered4.tv and use the promo code Jonners. Powered4TV are one of the leading on-demand streaming services in the UK with tons of shows from over 20 wrestling promotions from around the UK and the US, including TNT Extreme, Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, DNA Pro Wrestling, Full Force Wrestling, Ignite Wrestling and so many more. There's also plenty more to enjoy including an incredible archive of classic matches, life layers with William Eva, podcasts and so much more. 
Sign up to Powered 4 TV today and save 50% off your first month. Just use the promo code JONNERS. And guys, I'll talk to you on the back half. Enjoy the show. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? To What are they? This is Gilmi again. And on the line here, I have the wave maker, the one and only Kyle Boone. Personally, one of my favorite wrestlers on the Ontario scene right now. And I'm just going to fucking say it right now. If COVID didn't happen, he this guy would be a champion all over the province right now. He was about to break waves as it happens. And I can see this uh, huge future for 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 this young young man man right now. Hey, hey, Kyle, how's it how's the day going, man? It's going all right. You know, I feel a little bit better about myself after that sweet intro. <laughs> <laughs> see, I I get the intro great, and then the rest of the show is crap. Really, it is. So, but uh, first question, which I I always like to start, kind of start off with. Where did the spark for the love of professional wrestling happen? Um, to be honest, I don't have a second in my life where I wasn't like, I want to be a pro wrestler. Because like uh, my brothers, my, my two oldest brothers, they actually watched wrestling when I was like just a baby. So I kind of just grew up and like always watched it. And then uh, I was always like, you just like, this is the best thing ever all the time, you know? And then uh, going on like the trampoline and stuff, doing like doing uh matches and stuff with them and i even had like stuffed animals and stuff and i'd like wrestle them and it's like that's the dream you know <laughs> oh yeah because well so it's just always been around oh uh, and everybody loves loves wrestling because it just it's a fantastic art art form that is kind of a soap opera with the stunts so it's great yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. all right well, you're you're an an amazing wrestler, and if anybody wants to actually hear the same five five or six wrestling questions, I'm gonna kind of steer away from that and kind of change it up a a, a little bit and just dive into this one this one one thing right off the bat. Like myself, I found you actually grew up with a speech and um, um, ah, I hate that word. For guys who have a, a speech, speech impediment. impediment. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, let's make the most you. difficult word to you to possibly say for the people with with speech issues. The hardest time saying it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So what I, is um, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, how how exactly was it uh, growing up with with that? Because I had a stutter. I still have a, a stutter, and I'm 40 years old, and. Uh, I kind of overcame the lisp, which is a, a nice, but what was your, your, your actual, uh, uh, impediment? Um, so I couldn't say my R's and so I can't even like replicate it at this point because of how, like, if you saw it, it it's like you say R, but it's, you just mangle it. So it was a rawr, or it was kind of like, I'm like growling, like a like a dog or something like that, where I'm like, Rrr. I couldn't say like basic things like, uh, like world or especially the ORs. Those were the worst for me, The like just out of this world, just, it, and it got to a point where I'm, uh, I'm doing like presentations in school where I'm just like, I'm so self-conscious about this that I'm going to 
go through every single word that I'm going to put in my presentation and make sure that none of them have the letter R. Uh, just because I was like, I was just always like scared of people like, like saying things about it or anything, because anytime that someone did, I would just be like, like, I can't help it. This is how, I, this is just, I'm trying my best, you know? Oh yeah. Just like, uh, I grew up in, and well, I grew up in the eighties. I'm 40, very, very different uh, time. So basically somebody said something about the way I uh, speak and I may be oversensitive about it, but then I would start getting into into uh, fights. And in school, I was one of the later the later born kids, so I was always on the smaller side. Didn't oh. didn't yeah did not stick because I'm now six foot two and a giant, but uh, who hits it hits it hit hit hits his head off of stuff all the uh, time. <laughs> but yeah, if I could be six feet tall, I would love that. But, and then I could find pants that yeah, fit. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah, if you gave me, if you gave me two inches, you could be six foot and I could be six foot. <laughs> exactly. I wish we could, we, we could just do that and switch it because the amount of times I smacked my noggin off of this stuff, it's not like, let's see. I think I still got a nice size bump there. I'll show you from the, uh, the, the other day right there because my kids like to sneak up on me and uh, surprise me. That's all always a fun. The constant struggle. Oh yeah. Uh, tall guy, tall guy. Yeah, curse. Yeah, I got that lovely thirty-three leg. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my pants are either too long or too short. So, but uh, going to speech, speech therapy, uh, therapy, therapy. Myself, I did it for about, I think, I think. I think I did it all the way up from grade school all the way through high school. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. But how- yeah, with myself, yeah. with myself, I, uh, I went through, I think until about like grade seven. And then I think my parents were like, you were kind of too, like, they were like, you're too old to go through speech therapy. And I was like, okay, like, because I'm just a kid. So I'm like, okay, I'll do whatever you guys tell me to do um but then I think I in about and I think the end of grade 10 that's when I was like I need to like start I need to do this again because I want to get better at it because whatever I'm doing now is not getting any better so I got to uh like I rolled back into speech therapy and then I found out that they actually taught me wrong uh yeah. in the first place they taught me wrong and that's that was one of the main reasons that uh, that uh, I was messing up my whole life. And then then it took about two and a half years to just get it to like where I'm like, I got enough like repetitions. And whereas like now I can say ours without having to worry about it. And I've, I like to think that it sounds OK now, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I can like for myself, they. They wanted me to speak like this in a monotone voice, and this is not the type of person I I am. So I took they what. Same with me. Yeah. Um, the monotone works great, but there's no inflection to your voice, so you can't be excited ever, or you can't be this, or you can't be that. So I did all the way up from grade uh, one to grade eight. Myself, I did. Uh, 
I did the basic therapy there. And then in grade nine, I got a new therapy person because I worked with one person for eight years and then she, and she was great, but she retired. So I needed a, a new guy and he would get me running, jumping, doing all sorts of crazy things while talking. And oh yeah. Yeah. Just to work on, uh, work on in inflection and how do you, cause I had the monotone thing down, but I was not happy with the way I sounded or anything because I was a musician. I played guitar. I did a lot of different things at that time. And I was taking singing practice and that kind of stuff. And everyone's like, Oh, you don't stutter when you sing. And I'm like, they're not the same fucking thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, why don't you, you ever stutter when, when, when you sing because it's a totally different totally different use of your well, your voice and people don't really think about it that they don't think about it that particular way putting the phone phone upside down because it keeps keeps going off and i don't care um <laughs> i got you yeah i forgot to put it on uh on airplane mode and i got it set up so if the school if my kid's school calls it's then it's a very different very different uh, ring and uh okay, okay. yeah so edit 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 that out justin um uh, <laughs> but what did you also do the when sitting sitting in a class and everyone read a uh paragraph the section in the book yep i i knew exactly what you were i knew exactly what you were going for right away so yeah and it's <laughs> Only guys who have speech impediments or issues talking in front of uh, people, which mm-hmm. I have gotten over, over over the years, and I just kind of own my uh, starter now. When it gets mm-hmm. really bad on the podcast, I will edit it a little bit just for the listeners' sake because I, and also, I love doing it. So because I can fix my speech and it makes me uh, makes me for a little. Sure little bit happy there and i'm a podcaster with a stutter and a lisp so <laughs> i find that very very funny i'm in i'm into it oh yeah <laughs> but yeah i know i know what you mean about like they'll call you out to like read the book uh read a section in a book or whatever and it's like literally it'll be like coming down and i'm like they'll be like calling like okay can you read this and then they'll ask someone else and i'm like Oh God, my heart is like racing. I'm like, I don't want this ever to come to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're just watching it go one by one and yeah. one. And then you're it's counting be... and you're like, okay, it's going to be this paragraph. I got to read this 20 times. Yeah. At least 20 times right now, as fast as I can. You're muttering it at your desk and the kid beside you is kind of staring at you going, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And because they they don't know how much of a freaking panic attack it is for yeah people with speech Im- impediments to actually get in front of people and talk just not regular in even regular conversations sometimes when there's five or six people and you want to pipe in and then somebody's somebody's jumping on you or they're genuinely trying to help you and mm-hmm. trying to get out what you're trying to say and they're just guessing words and you're like nope i want to say this and I, I just remembered this one presentation where uh, the teacher helped me put it together once. Like this is like way back. This is maybe like grade, 
I don't I want to say like five or yeah. four but uh, <laughs> uh I remember they that so I didn't get to like put out all the R's in the presentation and they put she like the teacher helped me with it and she like wrote down some of the stuff and so I'm like having such a hard time and just in front of a whole class I'm like I I I try to say the I try to say world and once I got to world it, it took about two minutes for me to even try to get it out like for me to like even say the D <laughs> because I'm like just like so stressed out and I'm like just like so scared and like I'm just trying to say it uh, but eventually this other girl from class had to come up and help me with the rest of the presentation because it was taking so long oh yeah so it's like um and then also with the book thing like when you have to read a section um it always was worse when you don't know when you're gonna be going up like if they picked it random because now you can't you can't find where you're gonna have to read I don't oh, yeah. know if that ever happened to you, but <laughs> yeah, it's um, my grade six teacher. I had a morning teacher and an afternoon teacher and the morning teacher knew all about speech impediments and knew all about what to do with that kind of kind of student where the afternoon teacher was a new new teacher who had no idea and would just pick pick randomly, literally out of a hat for people to read. And it would yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't be doing that. Give me some time. <laughs> Give me some, some notice. Okay, Justin, I need you to read this par paragraph from page 32, paragraph three. Mm, no, no, thanks. Uh, <laughs> pardon? Yeah, no, thanks. I what did you did you ever say that? Did you ever oh, say yeah. like, yep. I did too. Actually, I was like, I like sometimes it's just like, I can't I like no. Oh, yeah. And some and they're like, oh, it'll cost you participation, Mark. I mean, I get, oh, no, I'll get a 90. Because <laughs> I, I was a, a natural student when it came to most classes. And I was one of those kids who just retained information and barely did homework and got lucky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I so, was the opposite. <laughs> yeah. And some, some people get really, really annoyed with that. But it just... Um, I was a natural, natural student, which helped me out, helped me out, out a lot because except for OAC, OAC history or grade 13 history, I got an eight. An eight? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not okay. go to the class? <laughs> oh no. The thing is I, I got the 8% because I went to the class and got, was involved in, and I got the participation mark. I just didn't do anything. Just no papers no nothing <laughs> because uh i didn't even need need this credit and i just went because a couple of buddies of mine and i didn't want to just sit in a i wasn't a spare kid i always had a class because i actually enjoyed going and learning mm -hmm. learning new ideas and new stuff where back then i didn't really do a lot of schoolwork. it just kind of kind of sat like I got through grade 10 math because a buddy of mine said, I just walked up and said, okay, what did we do yesterday? This, 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 and this. Okay. And then I would yeah. can, can continue the course. And I don't know anyone else who actually learned and got good grades that way, but it, it worked. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was always uh, with school for me. I, uh, I was always so nervous about, uh, 
my speech impediment and I was overweight. So I would literally wear like three uh, shirts and I just like switch them out like each like so it'd be like I had it like so that it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then it would have been Thursday is the same shirt as Monday because those were the only three shirts that looked good on me. And yep. I was like, these are the only ones that I'm like kind of like comfortable in. So I'd, uh, I'd just like make sure that they were like clean um, and then be able to go again. If they weren't clean, I, uh, I would have to wear something else. And I'm just like self-conscious the whole day. I'm like, oh no, everyone's looking at me. But uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the time I like, when I say I fake sick, when I faked sick, I faked sick like a lot. In grade six, I missed about 66 days. Oh, wow. And then I think grade five was about like 59. And then um, as I got older, it was like <laughs> in high school, it was like almost every Monday. I was like, you know what? I need a long weekend every week, every <laughs> weekend. But it was... Uh, I, uh, I started, I lost weight in when, like I started working out when I was 16 and, um, and then I lost like, I lost about 60 pounds. Oh yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, I was like, people like compliment, like, we're like, Kyle, like you look like you look great or you look, uh, like you lost so much weight. And I'm like, just like the big, the first day of school whenever, and like, I came back from the summer and everyone was like wow you like you lost so much weight the biggest smile on my face the whole day and I was like this is awesome but then I, but I was still self-conscious about it uh, even though oh, yeah. I was like I lost so much weight and like I was like uh I was about I did a body fat percent uh test and it said it was 4.6 percent body fat and I tried it like five times because I didn't believe it I was like uh I was like because I had like such bad, so bad of a body dysmorphia that like, I thought that I was so fat. Like, even though people were like, I thought people were just being nice to me about, uh, it's like, Oh, you lost weight. Like you looked like so skinny and stuff. But, like it was, it got to a point. I actually had a bit of a like trouble, uh, with body dysmorphia as well, just because even though I was, I got down to about 127 pounds, I think it was my lowest. And same height as I am now. And I like my grandma was like thinking that I was like sick. That's how like skinny I got. Um, but I just like, even when I was at that lowest point and I'm like, like skeleton level, <laughs> like I'm, I look like so skinny and I'm just like, I just like bend over and I'd see like a little roll on my belly and I'm like, I'm fat. <laughs> but um eventually it took me about like a, another like couple years to even get over that because oh, yeah. I was always so scared of gaining weight because I was fat beforehand. And I was like, I was like, I need like, I eat like, uh, I gained like 10 pounds so easily back. And I was like, so scared. And I was like, I have to go back down and I try to go back down, but like my body could not even like handle it. Oh yeah. Because like, I, was, I was a, how should I describe myself? Um, I went up to almost 300 pounds before, mm -hmm. before the kids, because after school, like I've always been a, been a heavier or a heavier guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And it just, it is what it is. Um, I was not in, not so much the athlete in school. Like I could play sports. I could keep up, 
but I wasn't the guy hitting the gym. I, until I was about 19 and then I started taking my, all my stuff pretty seriously. And then I destroyed my knee on my honeymoon. And I think I packed on about 80 pounds. Jeez. And just because my knee was like, I probably should have had surgery or something, but I was young and young and dumb. Um, thinking, oh, I'll just wrap, I'll wrap it up twice. We're good. So <laughs> I, I had a tension bandage on, on, on my knee. I had a knee brace on taking multiple painkillers a day just to get through uh, an and eight, 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 eight to nine hour shift at, mm-hmm. at a, a restaurant. I wasn't doing the crazy 12 or 15 hour days yet at that time. But and I would just packed on the pounds and I wasn't noticing at, at the at that time because I was just in mm-hmm. so much so much pain. And then once we started having got married, had the kids and I'm like, Oh, I'm just always a big guy. And my moment was when my son was two or three and you know, uh, you know, Stronic park, right? I know. Uh, I don't actually, uh, Stronic, a, a arena. It's on, uh, um, it's on the corner of, uh, high, highbury Sanford, the park by Fanshawe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, where yeah. where the 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 hockey rink is, all that couple couple ball diamonds. Yeah, I, I know I know where you're talking about now. I actually okay. used to live by there. I only I didn't even know what it was called this whole time, <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> uh, only reason I know what it's named by, I walk the dog by by the front of the building every single day. So yeah, <laughs> I I see the sign daily because I got a husky who's crazy and needs walks, and I need exercise. So, but he ran from the little park behind it all the way to the building. Mm-hmm. And then he stopped and turned around. I physically could not catch him as hard as oh, I yeah. was running. And that was kind of my wake up call that, Hey, I got to get in better shape for my kids and I got to be a, around longer. And, and then I actually started looking at myself where I had body dysmorphia the other way where I thought I'm looking good. I'm doing okay where I convinced myself that being 80 pounds overweight, I'm doing good. I'm not a hundred pounds over. So I'm doing, so I made a bunch of lifestyle changes, started DDPY and, oh, which is a great program for somebody who's like broken, like a broken human being like I am. And (laughs) like, because of my wrist, I can't really lift weights or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So I started the DDPY and I've been doing it ever, ever, ever since there's been ups and downs and dips yeah. and valleys, but that's kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of everybody's journey. Right. So, yeah, you can, you can never go. It's not a, it's not a steady line. It's right. not a steady lineup. You always have to, you'll fail and fail and fail, but you got to just keep going and you can't, you can't legit fail unless you give up. Oh yeah. Like uh, last night I got high and ate, couple 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 muffins so today <laughs> no treats it's all good because hey uh for all my international listeners cannabis is legal in this country and i do i do partake so it's a well, a wonderful thing uh helps me asleep <laughs> instead of i didn't mean to get on this topic but uh <laughs> i i take it so yeah 
uh it helps me sleep instead of taking a whole handful of pills and like because i can sleep for eight nine 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 hours off of one joint where if i'm taking sleeping pills i might get four to five like i think it's the for me i think it's the cbd aspect because i'll smoke like the weakest strains just so my body relaxes and all my muscles relax and yeah that's just my little my 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 little story there don't know your personal opinion on it but <laughs> i uh i don't do it often i do it the odd time though oh yeah but like not that's just i don't oh, know yeah. just the odd time. no it just that's, uh, well, that's, that's the best way of describing it like once once every so often oh yeah because so you I know, know i'm much uh, about it but. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm buddies with Tom. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of my co-host, Tom, Tom Morton, I do have a question from him um, that he he promised. I, I, I would ask when are you, when are you going to stop, stop a duck and duck and Tom and, 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 and have an an actual match? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm spooked by him. (laughs) Because, Everybody, I I don't know. I think he is one of the most underrated minds in the entire province right now because the guy knows so much history and just so much so much re- wrestling wrestling knowledge. People it, who don't, it, yeah. Sorry, sorry, go. Sorry, keep going, keep going. <laughs> ben, it, we got to put over Tom quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's uh, my boy, and I talked to him last night for. We recorded for about a half hour, but we chatted for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, just I, uh, just us. I uh, I even before I started wrestling myself, I went to a couple shows, and he was at the first two shows I was at, actually, like of like indie shows. Um, awesome. And I was like, so and like definitely, I one of my favorite things about him is like the character itself, like the cadet. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're, it's memorable. Like you're, you see him out there and you're like, I'm going to remember that guy. Um, and funny thing is we actually have had a match. It was a practice match. It was a practice match at, uh, at Tyson's, uh, place. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I think we went for about like six minutes, but like that was a while back. I don't, it might be on YouTube, like scumbags, uh, oh, yeah. wrestling. They were, they would, uh, he would come in and like film us sometimes. So oh, I yeah. think it might be online. As yeah. Well. So guys check out, uh, what was it called? Go, go check out scumbags of wrestling when they were allowed to film at, uh, <laughs> at, at the Dukes, a, uh, Academy. And I remember it being a good match too. So, because Tom is the guy who people like to wrestle because they'll a make him look good. Sorry. He makes them look good. And he knows his shit and he lays it in. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. De- definitely the one of the one of my favorite things is uh, people who lay it in like safely. Mm-hmm. That's always when you have like the best matches or right. like when it's like you feel it and you're like, I like I'm, I felt it, but it's like you're not injuring me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So, and uh, one one thing about Tom, I never want to have his face lock applied to me because that thing looks like it's going to kill me. And I'm not a, <laughs> I'm, I've, I've only taken one bump in my life and knocked myself out. So yeah. Oh, did you actually How yep. how did that happen? Okay. Uh, I've told this uh, story before, but uh, when I was a younger man, 18 years old, 
in Guelph, Ontario, me and a buddy of mine decided, hey, we'll try wrestling training. And I, I was told normally people just fall on their ass the first time they're taking their bump. First time taking a bump because it's a un, very unnatural thing to get get used to. I Can you fall on your head. <laughs> I fell right on my head. I threw uh, myself way too high. When I, it's kind of the same. Uh, yeah, I threw myself way too high because it was just really excited, and I. It wasn't like I saw stars. I legit knocked myself out, and I remember waking up in my buddy's car. So, oof. yep. Oh yeah. They thought you were dead, and they put you in the car. They're like, pretty what much. Tell, what, what do we tell his mom? <laughs> pretty much. He's like, okay. Oh, oh, he's, awa- um, he's awake. He's awake. It's okay. <laughs> yep. Hey, he's no. I apparently I was I was awake, but nobody was home. Okay. okay. So, yeah, just what they. I remember waking up in the car asking, "Hey, what? How did how did training go? Not good. Not good. I don't yeah. think I, I I I don't think we're going back." Oh, why yeah. is that? Uh, you knocked yourself out. Oh, <laughs> all right then. Yeah, I'm. Did it look cool at least? <laughs> I I never seen it. Uh, this was uh '98, so not everyone recorded everything back then. Yeah, that's when I was born. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I always have to say that before talking. Uh, I know, man. I know. Uh, I'm old. When I took a. Um... When I first started, I took, uh, I think it was my first body slam ever. And I'm not going to say who it was and because it wasn't their fault or anything either, but I just don't want mm-hmm. anyone to think yeah. that they're like unsafe or anything. But um, uh, this guy who's been around for like, maybe like um, he's been ar- around for a while, but he body slammed me and I landed on the Atlas of my spine, like the very top. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get like the full rotation or anything and landed right there. And I, I couldn't like I couldn't move my body. I couldn't move my body for like probably like twenty seconds. And I was like, and I was seeing I was seeing stars all over the place. And I was like, like in my head, I'm like I'm paralyzed. Like I can't move. And I'm like freaking out in my head, but I can't like move or say anything. And it was mm-hmm. so scary. And I was like, uh, everyone's like, like oh my god, like is he okay? Kind of deal. And like I'm like, uh, I just start rolling. I just start yep. rolling to the, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go to the outside of the ring now. Um, but like, uh, and then everyone's like, no, 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 get up, get up, get up. And I'm like, uh, just keep, I'm just rolling, rolling, rolling. I get to the ropes. I'm like, I hear everyone like saying like, don't get out and like get up and stuff. I'm like, I'm like again, like the whole time I'm like, uh, <laughs> I grab the rope <laughs> and I just pull myself up with the ropes. And I'm just like, my god okay time to tag out almost dead yeah oh man well yeah i was terrified of body slams after that though and Um, rightfully so um i I was lucky enough to have like uh i was lucky enough to have uh people like wanting me to do well uh Mm -hmm. to put me through making me do more body slams because i was like i'm not taking a body slam again (laughs) but then eventually it was like you got to do it so it's like they just we just did it and like we did it with the safest guy in the room um so like and then i was like okay this isn't so bad and then ever since then though like it's even off the most basic moves you can get hurt yeah and i was just lucky enough that it the one that die (laughs) like 
I see a lot of guys getting hurt on like baseball slides, like just a simple, yeah. uh, just the ankle catching wrong or doing this or your yeah. boots a little loose well, and it just tags something. Some, some people will ask me, he's like, Hey man, can you give me, can you do like baseball slide in our match? I'm like, no, I'm like, that's like the one thing that I'm like, no, that, that and if you want me to do a backflip, I can't do it. <laughs> but that's just because I just can't do it. I'll land on my head. Oh yeah, um, no, just you gotta know. Awful. And you gotta that's know like my what limitations. You, yeah, you gotta know your limitations. You gotta know what you can do, and more importantly, you gotta know what you can't do. Because why would you wanna like say you have an amazing forearm, but you have a terrible back back elbow? Why would you? Mm-hmm. Why would why you would throw you do that back elbow? It? Yeah, when yeah. it looks like looks like garbage when do it in practice and not in an yeah. actual match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the baseball slide, uh, I actually, I used to do like a little like sliding drop kick. So okay. I'd get the person like out of a snapmare and like seat them. And then I hit the ropes come in like, Oh, or a basement drop kick. Um, so I'd like jump and like, I'd hit them in the chest or the fate, uh, at the time it was the chest because I was still pretty new. Yeah. Um, but even diving that low, my left I hit them with my right foot but my left foot caught the mat as I was going for the kick so I'm up in the air and my foot caught and just twisted and like I was like oh my like this is like excruciating pain instantly and it was like swollen as well like instantly as well um but again like this is like my fifth ever like practice match so it wasn't even good but uh, no it just uh, everyone said like you hear you grow up hearing about like how like everyone like if you get hurt you want to finish the match kind of deal Mm -hmm. so even though i'm like five and it's only practice i'm only like five practice matches in and it's at practice no one's gonna be like oh i can't believe you didn't finish i was like that's in my head like that mentality and i'm like i gotta keep going i gotta keep going and the guy who i'm working uh going against is like okay i'm like yeah i'm fine (laughs) Um, and then course. it ended with me giving the guy a lion tamer. Um, and I'm just like, I literally have him. And I'm just like, please give up. <laughs> and like he tapped him. I was like, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is so p- excruciating. Oh, yeah. Because and that's the thing about wrestling. Everybody, everybody has a different move set, a different thing, a different character. Like the wave... The wave maker. A wave maker. So yeah. you're a surfer from on London, Ontario, yeah. and I'm just w- kind of wondering how that the character act, act actually came out. Uh, so basically, anything that you see, like uh, anything that's happening, like behind the scenes, or like anything with my character, or my music, or my uh, a lot of stuff that I post it's actually uh, I most of it is from Shiloh and if you guys don't know Shiloh she is uh, another wrestler I know Shiloh on all social medias and she's also my girlfriend we live together and she's able to help me out with all that stuff she's pretty genius when it comes to anything to do with the gimmick or marketing or uh merch or anything like that so she's always the one that's like all like give all of her ideas she's like that's dumb <laughs> <laughs> or, it's, uh, or she'll be like yeah that's great like uh we can like work with that kind of deal and uh so we just kind of come up with stuff together like and 
plus like any like storylines or anything like we'll kind of just talk to each other and we have that benefit of both being workers um to be able to talk to each other at all times and be like how how can we make this better kind of deal oh yeah and you also and if you want to see kyle boone versus versus shallow go check out no knowing north guys because that was one hell of a match you two had <laughs> um that, fun I, fact that's actually my favorite match i've ever had because with shallow i've all right i've been, I've been I, i'm a death proof fan i'm a no ring north uh, north fan i i tend to really enjoy hardcore wrestling that's my thing i know it's not for 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 everybody blah 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 the whole thing but i personally love it and you guys look like you legit were killing each other and the story of that match is fantastic (laughs) from beginning to end and just the ground looked very hard that's all all i'm going to say about that Uh, yeah it was (laughs) you know what guys i'm i'm gonna tag 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 that in the uh in the description of this match because it's not just one of my favorite matches between you or, or Shiloh or no knowing North. It's truly one of my favorite matches I've seen because it's so different, unique. It is absolutely fun to watch. And you guys, and knowing you guys are a legit couple in real life. I personally, I can't imagine doing that to my significant other, but because <laughs> I think about it all the time. <laughs> i'm just i'm just wondering how many pieces of okay let me phrase this so nobody can 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 make this make make this uh, question dirty um how 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 many times have have, have you guys broken a or, or a coffee table while just wrestling or doing something something stupid um to be honest we're actually really safe at, at home because we don't have much room so we're like okay, this is what we can do. <laughs> it's like, we're, we can't do too much. Like, uh, one, like when I was, when I was younger, I would, uh, me and my brothers would take off the couch, the couch pillows and stuff and like, kind of like make a ring of them and then put like blankets over them so that it's like more even. So like, uh, one, a uh, couple times, like I've surprised her with like doing that at here and like, just like, or like getting the mattress out and being like, it's go time. <laughs> But I'm like, I know from when I was earlier, how many times I've broken my family's broken stuff like wrestling that I'm like, push everything out of here. I'm like, I'm like, just just in case we need like 10 feet between us and like a table or anything like that, you know? Oh, yeah, because the amount of times like the back of my ankle hit uh, one of the I the Ikea tables because my mom loved I Ikea when we were growing up because a they're cheap. And they're easy to easy to put back to back to together, and the amount of time just the back of my ankle would would hit something when my brother would like hip toss me oh. or throw me or something, and so I guess we're buying a new table. Um. <laughs> this this one yeah. time, uh, we uh we did like a me and two of my brothers. They were the ones that kind of like uh, would wrestle as well, like on like trampoline and stuff. That was when they were young. We were all younger. But uh, we'd go on. So this is like when I'm like just a little kid. But my we did a royal a royal rumble between the three of us on uh, my mom and dad's like like gigantic bed. And my this one of my brothers kind of like 
dropped kicked me off the bed <laughs> and my I flew like I flew and I hit the corner of a of their dresser like the like the point and right into my spine I was like oh, I'm perfectly okay but that was so scary <laughs> like I was like I was like I could have died that was kind of cool <laughs> oh yeah and uh I do have a question from George Mackay here uh, host of Straight Talk Wrestling and another member of the OIW podcast net- network. For me, half of you, so I I, I got a phrase this right. And for Kyle, yes, ask him how I made him check his DMs with my birthday birthday shout out to him because he is horrible at checking DMs. And then how come I get you off of one DM and he sends you like 30? So <clears throat> I'm going to start this off with remember how... I was talking about how <laughs> I didn't mess. I didn't see your message for a while when we were talking about Ethan's fight. Yep. <laughs> and I, and I was like, uh Oh, I think it's been too long now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want him to know that first that I, I did that to you before I ever did it to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, that's like a that's a joke we always have is uh, how bad I am at messaging people, and uh, a lot of it has to do with like sometimes I'll like if it's like two messages, I'll be like okay I'll, I'm able to get back to this, but as soon as there's like a third message and then it, it like adds up and adds up, I'm like oh no I this is too much. Like yesterday oh, yeah. being my be, yesterday being my birthday, I. Um, people had like, I got messaged all day and like on Facebook, like people posting stuff. I'm like, I'm like, this is all so nice, but like, it's hard to get back to right now because I'm like, I'm like, so I'll wait till like later. So I got back to everyone at like 8 PM because I'm just like, this is so much. (laughs) And once again, happy belated birthday. I did not, (laughs) I I did not send you a a DM because I'm like, "Uh, he never checks him. And it's like, I, I try, I check them as much as I can, but sometimes they do. I'm like, okay, awesome. I have them all checked out, but messenger doesn't tell me that I still have some unread sometimes. And I'm like, how is this even possible? Oh yeah. Just like, um, looking up, uh, Lewis Carlin from Alliance pro wrestling network actually sent in a question too. I'm just horrible at checking these things out. Ask him how, how this is from uh, uh, Lewis. So I'll try not to uh, butcher his lovely words here. Ask him how important it is for him to, as an up and coming, coming star to pay his dues by helping set up the ring, etc. How does, how I'm going to rephrase this. How do you feel, feel about new guys who think they're actually above setting up and tearing, tearing, a, tearing it down? Um. <sighs> Well, so any t- anytime that you're at the show early or anything like that, you want to basically like help them if possible, you know. Um, this is kind of a difficult question because I have like I have like different like views on it, I guess. Is uh because a lot of these a lot of promotions actually have people who strictly put up the ring now. Yeah. And that and like that's all that's obviously great and all that. Um so I think that you should still, you should always offer to help and like, see if they, if they need your help, obviously they'll be like, yes. If they don't need it, it's like, okay, see if you can do something else. But, um, 
I don't know if it's as important as it is as it used to be. Sorry for me. Uh, I'm kind of like going, I'm stumbling over my words, but it, I feel like it's not as important for wrestlers to do things like that as much as it used to be. But I think that you should still always put in the effort to at, at least ask. Right. At least and ask the, either the promoter or someone else who is putting up the ring or taking it down. Like I, I still put, I still, uh, like I've been doing this for, I don't even know how long. It's only been a few years, but uh, like I, anytime I'm there, I'm like putting up the ring or taking it down. Sometimes I'll, I'm almost, I always put, putting it up, but sometimes you always got, sometimes you got to go early because everyone, if it's a Sunday show, people have to work in the morning. And that's yep. like, that's when you feel, you feel bad though. You're like, I got to go. And it's like, I don't work in the morning, but people who I drove, rode up with do. So I'm always like, I always feel bad about that. Um, but I feel like that's like the only way that you should be like, really like paying your dues is like being like, at, like ask what you can do to help if you have the time and like, um, if you, if they do need help, help them out with whatever they have. I don't believe in like, you should be carrying anyone's bags or anything like that. You like, yeah. there's, that's like a big thing. Like everyone's like, Oh, like, and it's like, you will, I don't think you'll ever catch me again carrying someone else's bag. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm like, this is not, this isn't how I'm going to treat people when I'm at, in your position. So I, I will respect you, but if you don't respect me back, I'm not going to do shit for you you know yeah um and i mean and i mean that in the nicest way possible as well as like i will i will never say it like that i'll just be like that's not mine i have my own (laughs) i i i I totally agree with the ring and asking to help out like if they need help with like uh the biggest uh, one that i up anything biggest one i hear about because they normally have the ring guys ring guys said setting up because rings are very expensive and they're very intricate people don't understand how difficult it is to set up a ring unless you know exactly what 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 you're doing like you have to tie the canvas down just the exact way you have to make sure everything's well connected because there's guys that are a couple hundred pounds and also also ladies throwing each throwing each other around and that thing has to be put together well so it's safe Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that another thing I would like to say about this actually yeah. is uh, uh, sometimes people don't realize how much someone else is doing. Everyone kind of realizes like how much they do, and they're like, "No one else is." Do-. This is something I hear all the time from other people: is like, um, "No one's doing as much as me." Like I'm helping do this and this, and it's like, "Okay, like I understand that you're doing this, but you also didn't realize that that person is doing that, that, and this." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, I feel like everyone, I think everyone should just kind of be working together and not be trying to be like, I'm the best or something like that, or I'm doing the most. All right, because, we should all be doing it as a team. Yeah. Because uh, one guy I know who works very hard, um, Tom, uh, he'll show up, show up, do whatever's mm-hmm. asked, asked, asked of him work security the entire show and instead of hanging out in the the locker room locker room make sure everything's good and then tear down go home Mm. very very hard hard to working working fio and 
one of the guys I know I can use as an example because he said I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like anyone who knows Tom as well is like that guy probably is one of the hardest workers in here. Yeah. You know, um, just because like, and like the dedication of, uh, of doing that all, like all the time, you know? Oh yeah. It's like, and- because uh, like I'm at, I like I've hung out in the back and not done anything a couple times and it's like and then I see someone else not doing I like do like really like going at it and like okay I need to like go like you got to like assess yourself and be like I need to go help as yeah. well all right and he he would never say a word to anybody about anything it's just it's who he is I've worked with him I've put on a wrestling show with him I do a podcast with him He's one of the legit hardest working guys I I I know. And yeah. when wrestling comes back, he's gonna surprise a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> but he's been putting in the work. And and guys, go go follow his Instagram account because he has nothing on it. And I find it really, really funny <laughs> <laughs> that he has more followers on an Instagram account because of this podcast than a lot of uh, other people, people I well, I know, but <clears throat> and I have another question all the way from uh, Britain, from Kieran Reed. Yeah, yeah, people know about you in uh, Britain. Yep. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know Britain was a thing until two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> So growing up, who were your favorite wrestlers and who inspired you to get into the business? Um, my favorite wrestlers, uh, when I was younger, it always, sw- it always like switched because I was like, uh, I remember my three fav- my three first favorites, the first three, sorry, um, were actually Kane, John Cena and gold dust. I, uh, it's kind of like a weird like array of people I feel but like uh and then after like it kind of was I think it was Goldust and then it was Kane and then it was John Cena and then it was Randy Orton for since maybe like 2005 or 6 to present and present is right now if you were to ask my favorite guys it would be Randy Orton, Triple H, and Jericho and Randy Orton is one of the I <laughs> and <So> I waved. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's my 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 lovely wife. Uh, Randy Orton is actually one of those guys that has done it all and is still killing it in the business, and oh, yeah. he is probably one of he's going to be remembered better once he retires. I think then. Oh yeah. Because people are just kind of taking him for granted now, I think, because he is one of the best promos out there. He's one of the best wrestlers. He has the best matches. And... He has. I would say that he has the best look as well. He oh, yeah. look. He looks the part like one hundred percent. Like he's and he looks a little scary. You're like, I would not fight that guy, and that's why he's. That's why he's in that position where he's like. No one can mess with me because I'm Randy goddamn Orton. <laughs> and also you see him walking down the street. Say you're just walk walking, you we see that 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 man probably six four, about two forty-five, solid muscle. I'm 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 crossing the street. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it is yeah. because I'm a big dude, but I don't want to piss off a guy who looks looks like uh, like uh, Randy just because like a Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Who, who like uh, all right? A buddy of mine is seven foot two, and nicest guy on the planet. Big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Just seeing him walk, walk, walking down the uh, sidewalk. I if I didn't 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 know him, I would definitely cross the cross the uh, street. Uh, yep. It's it's funny with people that tall because if you watch other people around him, uh, like around people that tall. They'll walk by and you'll watch the people behind him that he just passed. And they'll just like, kind of like look and like, look at him after. And it's like, Oh no. Oh, that he's big. He's so big. Yep. <laughs> One of the nicest, uh, nicest guys in, in the world. Big old, big old Teddy, Teddy, uh, Teddy bear of yeah. a man. And I just want to, uh, I, I'm going to actually wrap, start wrapping this up with the, the Gomi talks 10. It's just ten either or uh, either or uh, questions, and that's and they're all okay. sent in sent in by my listeners. And guys, if you wanna wanna send in a question, just DM me whatever you want. I will I'll, I will add it add add it to the uh, to the list because I just kind of ran kind of randomly uh, pick these guys out. So except for number number uh, ten of their course, but all right, first one uh apples or banana banana do do i explain what why i answered you can i should ask as well (laughs) you can you you can Uh, i like bananas i like the i like the texture and the nutrients (laughs) yeah (laughs) and also they're uh for a guy that just had a whole mess of uh, dental work uh, done last 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 week they're they're a lot easier to eat than apples. And uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Pirate or Viking? Oh, pirate for sure. I feel like they're a lot cool. The other Vikings are like, I'm a macho man, but pirates are like a lot cooler and smooth, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, and I think pirates, are cooler and they got a pirate ship. Yeah. Pirates are, uh, I, I think if uh, a girl is hit on by a pirate and a Viking, she's going with a pirate every single time i feel like they're both kind of dirty <laughs> like i feel like they probably don't like wash too often but like if i was if if i was a pirate i think that if i washed up and stuff i think i could like do pretty well for myself you know <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, oh cardio or weightlifting um weightlifting i actually I actually love doing both at this point. I, uh, I used to hate cardio and I used to love weightlifting. Um, but now I actually, uh, I'm, I'm loving running. I, uh, I got into running. I'm like, you ever heard about the runner's high? Yeah. I started feeling that and I was like, this is amazing. I feel so good. So I feel like I would choose running over everything, but I still would like to look muscular. So I would choose weightlifting. <laughs> <laughs> Or since you are a, a gym guy, you can say a perfectly level, level, level workout, which is <laughs> highs and lows. And, and then, <laughs> yeah. And, 
well and then me i'll just i'll just glaze over go okay <laughs> i am not <laughs> not a gym guy all right Ooh, couch or a recliner Ooh. i don't know i haven't had a recliner in a long time oh and for the american listeners it's a lazy boy <laughs> um i think a recliner yeah. I think anytime I'm in one, I'm like, this is like, this is like what heaven must feel like, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're a video, video game guy, you need a recliner. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even on the couch, it's like, I should be being able to lay down in a good, in like a more comfortable way than on my side. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Online shopper, or do you prefer shopping at the mall? This one's a pre pre pandemic question. Um, I think on, I would probably say online shopping. I, uh, I get a little bit more like sketched out about online shopping still, just because I'm like, I'm from, I'm actually from a small town and, and then I moved to London. So the small town, like no one bought anything online because it would take like weeks for it to ship to you. But now that I'm in London, I'm like online shopping all the time because it gets me in like two days. I'm like, this is awesome. Um, I still appreciate going to the mall though. So I'm going to say online shopping, but I still like them all. <laughs> the one thing I can never oh, buy. Oh, you froze a little bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Internet's a wonderful thing. Go, okay. For me, <laughs> one thing I can never buy online, hats. I, I, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Probably probably because of the big old, because... uh, big old Irish, <clears throat> uh, Irish melon. Yeah. <laughs> i uh i actually have this one friend who is six five and he has the biggest head i've ever seen uh, <laughs> shiloh just laughed in the background um uh, he has the biggest head i've ever seen and like nothing will fit i'm like but he also has like a size like 16 boot and so he has to like he has to get everything online yeah like it's insane like i like, went shopping with him once to go find shoes and he's like it's like there's there this is the one place in London that has these size of shoes. And I'm like, I guess I've never thought about this before. But some people have to get like these custom made shoes or they have to go to specific stores and stuff. So Oh yeah. All right. Oh, roses or daisies? Yeah. So roses or daisies. I'd say rose. Uh, roses are like classic, I feel. Yeah oh are you an apple or a pc guy apple or pc yep um i have pc i well i have a i have a i like i have an iphone and stuff that's like the only apple product that i actually own but i hate it yeah <laughs> like it's the it's the worst phone i've ever owned i had an iphone 7 and an iphone 6 and just i hate it it's like compl- uh-huh. compared to anything else i'm just like I'm looking at new phones right now. I've I've been a Samsung guy guy forever, and just uh, yeah, I tried screwing around on someone else's Apple phone, and I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. Yeah, it just uh, like they're all like they're all right. Like I'm not, I'm never like one of those guys who's like Apple or I mean, like Apple or uh, Samsung or anything like that or like PlayStation, Xbox. I'm just like 
I like all of them. Like I, they all have like they're like do like they all have like good things about them. But like Apple is just not for me. Like once you have it for a few years, it's like slows down completely. And like uh, the space is like even though you deleted ten videos, and then you have to go to recently deleted just to de- de- actually delete them, you still only you haven't gained any space back. And you're like, wow. I just want to take one picture, and I deleted ten like two minute videos. So 20 minutes of video gone, completely gone. And I don't have any space because even though I just deleted all that. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing about the Samsung products I found. Um, their storage capacity is a lot better than uh, Apple. Apple, I find. Yeah. But Apple says, oh, we got this many, many gigs and da, da, da. Yeah. But if 90% of it's already taken up by the software yeah. that's previously installed, where Samsung, I can take stuff off. I can move it around. I find it's more a more versatile product. But also, I don't drink yeah, the... Uh, never drank the Apple water. Never liked them when they were coming up. So Drank the Apple Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The Kool-Aid. Oh, sweater or hoodie? <laughs> hoodie. Hoodie for sure. I, uh, that's one of my things from... Like, I work, I work in a gym. And I also like, am, I'm in a gym quite a bit uh, where like a lot of people just wear, like that's kind of the style is a hoodie in the gym. And then you take it like off mid-workout to like reveal you're actually wearing a muscle shirt. <laughs> it's like, you could just be wearing an actual shirt, but you're yep. like, kind of like. <laughs> oh yeah. So definitely a hoodie. <laughs> Ooh, another fa- fashion question. Pants or shorts? Um. I think for like fashion, like to look better, I feel like pants look better, but I prefer to wear shir- shorts as comfortability. Okay. For yeah. sure. I, uh, I hate jeans, but I know that they look nice. <laughs> See where I'm the guy who I'm so comfortable in jeans. Like I would feel better working out in jeans than shorts. And I know that's nuts, but yeah, like I got my, my yoga gear, which is a, uh, like basketball shorts and uh, or a tank top. That's it. Well, about it. Next one. Yep. Oh, damn all, it! All Mark. my shorts are just to uh, hang out. <laughs> <laughs> and this one. What is it? Ah, <laughs> oh, another fashion question. Uh, sunglasses or hat? Ooh. Well, I'm wearing a hat right now, but. <laughs> yeah, but and um, I. Well, I. The thing be. about. I, yeah, I'm, I actually am only wearing it because my hair is like bad right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, th- the thing about sunglasses, um, when I was growing up, everyone was like, uh, anyone who wore sunglasses were like trying to be cool. So I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, but they look so cool. I want to wear those. Uh, but like, I kind of like, I kind of grew up being like, if I wear sunglasses, people will be like, that guy's only wearing them to be cool. <laughs> So I still, I, I'm still going to choose sunglasses though. <laughs> oh yeah. Because they are, they I are cool. cool. And I have the, <laughs> personally, I, when I, when I'm driving, I need my prescription shades because uh, I got the blue idea curse. And if I'm, I'm in the sun for any, any amount of time, my eyes go instantly to squinting and I'm, yeah, I got the Clint, I, the Clint Eastwood look on. So yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and... I have a thing in my eye that they actually don't even know about. Like, uh, oh. I went to the eye doctor like eight years ago and they found like a little like 
thing inside my eye and they're like we have no idea what this is but we're keeping an eye on it so like every time they check on it it's like it's gotten a, I think it got a tiny bit bigger last time and like they're like whatever you do you wear sunglasses and I'm like yeah but then people will think I'm trying to look cool <laughs> <laughs> and number 10 Last but not least, the one that is always number 10, the Gomi Talks listeners know which one's coming. And once again, guys, if you want to hear a great rant about this one, go check out the Tyson Dukes episode uh, around the 42-minute mark. And he goes on the, on a rant rant about this for about a good 15, 15 minutes, as most dads do. Toilet paper, over or under? Over, obviously. Yep. I think that's that's the way right yeah yep. over is for sure obviously like it get out of here <laughs> oh yeah beards are good uh, mullet's bad uh, this is uh i see that as the equivalent as uh having like uh putting a milk bag into those little cartons and then cutting the corner that is on the same side as the handle you know what, does that make sense yep <laughs> that's like the equivalent to that and to every American listener, our milk comes in bags. I know. Google it. It's all good. Google it. And then listen back to what I just said. And you're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> because uh, found found out milk bags are an Ontario thing. Yeah, I noticed. Even You know what? Even as yeah. I was saying that, I was like, I'm pretty sure this isn't like anywhere else. <laughs> no, it's is it in, only Ontario? I yeah. thought it was all of Canada. Oh, it's uh, sporadically over Canada. But actually, I, I was talking to uh, Pierre Doucette about this uh, the other day. And he actually said, yeah, it's about a 50-50 thing here. Where in Ontario, it's all milk. Our, sorry, all milk is in bags. Yeah. Like there's the occasional carton you see here and there, but nobody grabs it unless you're grabbing a yeah. chalk or a chocolate milk. But yeah. Yeah, of course. That's like the one thing that you grab in a carton. Yep. <laughs> I, I, we actually drink almond milk, but that, that's in a carton. But anytime yeah. that I get like actual milk, it's bagged every yeah, single man. time. Uh, I've been, I've been dairy, dairy free now for about two months. Uh, I'm lactose and actually listen oh, really? to my wife and doctor and, um, <laughs> first two weeks, legit. My stomach is now flat. It's like just all my bulges and stuff was all bloating. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, my weight hasn't went down. I'm, I'm 225 ish, six foot two, uh, didn't lose, lose a single pound, but I look a hell of a lot better. Just by no other changes besides that. Just that's so, awesome. So my gut is now properly, properly uh, digesting every, <clears throat> everything else, and my body's not always inflamed and like because I have a uh, plantar's fasciitis. Uh, it, basically, uh, from being on my feet eight to twelve hours a day for twenty years on on concrete. Um, I have swollen tendons in my feet and ankles. So basically when I get up in the morning, if I don't stretch, I'm kind of fucked for the entire day. Uh, yep. That's it. Getting old is great. Um, I, and I am a proponent. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> no, I am a proponent of telling people who work in the restaurant industry or the customer service, spend the money on shoes. 
don't spend the 40, don't buy those $40 Walmart shoes because you want to save a buck. Trust me. <laughs> Plus, they'll get ruined a lot quicker too. And then you'll just have to buy new oh, ones. Yeah. It's like uh, last uh, last pair of steel toes I bought was 100, 140 bucks. Love them. Yeah. They're light as a cloud compared to those $80 ones. They're a pain in the ass and they're heavy and clunky and you're tripping over yourself all the time. They don't fit right. But so I actually spent some money on shoes because being a father of four, I'm the cheapest man ever. So yeah, <laughs> I was always cheap because I was working minimum wage. And now I'm like, now I'm like, you know what? I'll buy the best pair of shoes here. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, unless they're red Jordans, just do not buy those. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not air, air Jordans. Yeah. I'm uh, I've always been a, uh, uh i was a skater shoe kid so i still am a skater yeah. shoe guy yeah i still like my. i, actually, uh, I have a pair of Jor- i have a pair of jordans <laughs> apparently they're <laughs> hey apparently they're very comfy and everybody's different right for me i just have my uh my airwalks and i love those things they're they're yeah ab- absolutely awesome okay man yeah. i just want to say thank you very much for coming on well thank you for having me yeah. I had a blast. Hey guys, I told you it was a fantastic in- interview, and loved loved talking to talking to Kyle. It was a great chat, and go follow him on all of his socials that were met uh, that were definitely mentioned on 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 the show there. Now, what I want from all of you guys listening, please go like the Jonas Network on social social media. Go like all all my socials. I'm trying to get my numbers up here. Instagram's above 300 now. Twitter's above 200. Facebook is well above where I I thought it would 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 ever be. Go like the Gilme Talks page there. I'm pretty sure I'm close to 600 now. My goal by the end of 2021 get every single one of those above a thousand. And my YouTube once I start doing videos by the end of this year I want 100 sub subscribers on that page. And you know why I I know I can do this? Because of you guys. You guys who listen to my show are amazing. I love each and every single one of you guys because you're amazing. I'm not just saying that. Like the people who message me, comment on my stuff, look forward to the memes. And because I just love putting stuff out there. I love being positive. I love doing this show. And... Uh, go check out all my boys on the OIW Podcast Network. Go check out all the shows on the Genres Net- Network and Powered 4 TV. You know what? Have a wonderful day and try to do one kind thing for one person today, guys. Because just doing that little thing, honestly, that's going to make the world a little bit better. And after 2020, we all need need to do that. Okay, guys? Oh, and last thing. Go check out, out out the merch store. I'm dropping a new logo. Uh, no, not a new logo. Uh, new new design, guys, as of March 1st. So go check that out. Talk to everybody. Everybody later. Have have a one a wonderful wonderful day. Bye, guys. <laughs>